The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as the potential for the discussion about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Welcome to episode 50 of the Neat Glass Sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And two years ago, for episode 20, we hosted a cocktail reunion party and family feud-style battle of the sexes at my apartment, featuring everyone who'd previously been on a cocktail episode. But for our big 5-0, we're going bigger than that and hosting a cocktail reunion party of a different sort, on location, at our beloved whiskey haven, the local lounge in Mount Holly, New Jersey, to which we've invited all of our previous guest hosts who've earned, or spoiler alert, will earn, a five-time hosting jacket. And as usual, on our cocktail episodes, we'll have three rounds of new whiskey-based concoctions, but this time, they'll be evaluated by a different set of guests in each round, after which we'll do some fun facts about their previous appearances on the podcast, talk about their favorite moments, and maybe do some other fun things, jello wrestling, naked twister, you know, it's a party! Yes! Yeah. Wow, I'm playing to win. Thank you. So, as is his want, Ed's here to start off all the merrymaking by telling us which three cocktails we'll be making merry with tonight. Thank you, Scott. First of all, for this first round, we're going to be doing the Big Apple, and this will be featuring the ladies, minus Dre. She's under the weather. I know it's so hard to get them together recently. Mr. Dre. So, we have with us Shelby. What up? Nari. Hello. And joining us for all three segments tonight is our one and only, the master mixologist, the bar manager of the local lounge in Mount Holly, Anders. Anders. Hi. <laughs> and the drinks, we're going to be doing the Big Apple, which has Michter's Rye in it, layered Applejack brandy, and some Agostura bitters. Mm. Next round, we'll be doing the penicillin with Jeff and Sue. That's going to be made with Blue Comet Single Malt, some lemon juice, some honey syrup, some ginger syrup, and a rinse of McCarthy's Smoky Single Malt. Mm. And then there'll be the Paper Plane, which will be featuring Gabe and Siobhan for that section. Mm. Evan Williams' Bottle and Bond Bourbon, the underrated surprise of last year's yeah. uh, Whiskey Madness. Picard's Apéchoz. Apéchoz. Well, you, why are you giving me this to say? You know I don't speak French. <laughs> Can Shelby say it? It's I made in America. I was just going to say, oh, pass yeah. it to Shelby. Shelby, say Apéchoz. Apéchoz Apertigo. Averno Amaro, lemon juice and simple syrup. All right. So that's the paper plane. And so right now, though, we're featuring the ladies, Nari and Shelby. And the next time she's on here, Dre will also be involved in the great redemption of her fifth appearance in episode. And so we thought, why waste any time? Right. It's jacket time for the ladies. Jacket time for the ladies. Woo! Now, there's a story. The jackets aren't exactly the same jackets that we've had um, because the jackets were delivered to us and they didn't get in my hands. So then I got an argument with the people who were supposed to deliver them. And then they said, we delivered them. I said, no, you didn't because I didn't get them. And yeah. then, then they called me some names in broken English and I called them some names in some clear English and um, broken Chinese. Yes. Yeah. This is all and true. Then, so I can't order them anymore. So um, then I ordered these and we got these embroidered and then... Three days ago, Shelby walked in with a package that was in the trunk of her car for three months going, here, this was delivered. I never gave it to you. And so uh, it was a jacket. So first of I'm all, sorry, sorry <laughs> people of China. Oh my so these actually came out looking a little more feminine. I kind of like them a lot. So <gasps> This is so pretty. Oh, thank you so much. Watch the drinks. Watch the drinks. There you go. Oh, my God. So, so put them it. on. So put them on. Oh, it has so the much. ladies. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the. Oh, Dre. I, I miss you, boo. Oh, 
for people who can't see them, they're the same basic material as yeah. the jackets. They're a, they're a little thinner, which I think fits the ladies to make them a little bit unique because Lord knows they are unique. Yeah. They're less smoking jacket and more like, you know, like a, a throw over. But they has buttons. Yeah. So wait, this was the one that was in Shelby's car? No. No. That's the one we had to order and have embroidered. Because we had these embroidered. The ones in Shelby's car didn't get Yeah, it would take two weeks to get them embroidered. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. That's hilarious. So now Straight so now right. when we order with them again, Scott has to order because I'm blackballed. <laughs> Sorry, good people of China. Yeah. I know. They Wait. refunded your money. Yeah, they refunded <laughs> angrily did, and bitterly and calling me a liar and I'm calling them a liar. Sorry okay. guys, my ADHD was showing that day. <laughs> that day, the last three that months. Day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or your whole life, Dick, whatever. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, like when you pick up a package, she should know herself and throw it on the front seat so she'll see it when she gets out of the car. Instead, she put it in the trunk, which is literally the black hole of Shelby's car we know that like <laughs> like i actually just remembered there's an amazon package after return in two weeks because it's been in my trunk yeah oh, oh, oh. all right now i'll get on it yeah I mean, if we hate it, we can always just take the ones that are there that they got their money back for <laughs> and embroider them ourselves. Right. Right. Well, the right thing to do you is, co- is, to, is to contact them and actually pay them for their jackets, but that's a whole other Right. It's the right that's, thing to do, but will, right you thing. Thing. Now they can, will we do now it? Will we do it? Now they can um, find out. On the air, I'm going to say we're going to do it. So, oh, yeah. Right. So, if you look at the jacket, it says your name, five time host, Whiskey oh Tangent. God. You just say five-time hose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well. Why put a number on it, ladies? <laughs> a gas. Who's, who's judging? I love this. I love it so much. Well, well congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And now uh, you. you're part of the five-timer crew. Yeah, you guys were on episodes 10, 20, 33, and uh, 44, and now today 50. Drea was on all of those except 44. She was on 46. And, of course, she's not here today, so she will get her jacket when she returns. Um, that's it. That's oh, my God. Had. That's actually really wild, though, that it's yeah. 50, and then yeah. it's our fifth time. Yeah. Like, yeah. How yeah. that works? Yeah. Wow. You actually would be surprised how many times people come up that are regular weekly listeners to be like, when the ladies going to be back on? <laughs> really? I like the ladies. Who doesn't like the we ladies? We love you, too, boo. <laughs> yeah. We love you, too. All right. So we're going to taste our first cocktail. Um, mm-hmm. Anders made these. Uh, it's pretty unique uh, concoction here. Yeah. <laughs> So, is there a Big Apple Manhattan? It's almost like if a Manhattan and a Diamondback had a baby. So, it's a two-on-two blend. Laird's apple brandy, uh, yeah. mixtures rye, and uh, Angostura bitters. Right. It's going to be a little boozy, but there's going to be some sweetness. Brandy. And, and what's the extra ingredient that you sort of put it in? Oh, All yeah. Right. So, it was aged for an allotted amount of time, two hours, in, a, uh, <laughs> in an old-fashioned barrel. So, yeah. I have a barrel-aged old-fashioned for happy hours. So, I emptied that out and then just put it in there to give it a little bit of a... <laughs> yeah. Whew. All right. So, let's taste it, everybody. I think the girls cheated already, but... Oh, mm. that's interesting. Yeah. That's oh. really spicy. It's a shock. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I, I know. I guess because it said Big Apple, I thought it'd be like sweeter. Like it's apple. not that sweet. There's like a cinnamon flavor yeah. to this. Where no. does that come from? That might be from the old fashioned because <laughs> there's face. bitters in that, and then uh, from the Ango. <laughs> yeah, the apple. You actually need the apple to kind of mm-hmm. counter the drink. I brushed yeah. the mm-hmm. apple with a little bit of lemon juice just mm-hmm. to kind of keep yeah. it from getting like kind of funky. I so there's a little apple. citrus there too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you really put the, the apple was vital, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the apple definitely has a nice sweet tartness to the pepperiness of the drink. Oh. Like biting the apple between sips, like normally a garnish is just what it is, but this one is actually functional, very functional. It's like a, almost like a tequila, almost like it has that, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a light bodied, I guess it's a little vegetal just from the apple brandy, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, Laird's is from New Jersey and it's one of the oldest distilleries in the country. Yeah, I actually have a bit of history on that. Mm. It's from a 2009 article in NewJerseyMonthly.com by Karen Tina Harrison. The story of Laird's is the story of New Jersey in a bottle, and one that begins way back in 1698, when Scotsman William Laird settled in Monmouth County and began producing a kind of liquor made from apples over the next 80 years. You're a Scot, man. 
I am. <laughs> I'm a Scotsman. Um, his descendants would continue the tradition until the Revolutionary War when William's great-grandson, Robert Laird, would have to cease operations in order to serve in the colonial army under General George Washington. After the war in 1780, Robert incorporated Laird's Distillery as the nation's first licensed liquor producer. It's amazing. Yeah, made and sold at the famed Colts Neck Inn, which is still in operation today. Applejack, also known as Jersey Lightning, Ed's college nickname, was once the nation's most popular distilled beverage. Indeed, America's earliest cocktail may well have been the Apple Toddy, which was made with Applejack, Demerara sugar, and hot water. In late 1830s, Joseph Tilton Laird moonlighted by training the extraordinary racehorse called Fashion and made enough money doing so to move the distillery to a new 22-acre property in Scobieville, New Jersey, just about an hour's drive from where we sit today. But of course, as is often the case, the Laird's family fortunes would reach their low point during Prohibition. Bastards. When New Jersey became the hotbed of Applejack bootlegging, which continued even after Prohibition when counterfeiters would fill empty Laird bottles with some standard apple-flavored moonshine. In the 1970s, Laird's was forced to cease distilling in New Jersey when the demand for apple brandy waned, and the state's apple orchards began going out of business. Even so, today, ninth-generation Laird owner Lisa Laird Dunn still runs the business from Scobieville property where the apple brandy that is distilled elsewhere is delivered, blended, barreled, and bottled, thus maintaining the spirits made in New Jersey designation. And not only is Laird and company the country sole remaining producer of Applejack Brandy, it's also the oldest family-owned distilling company in America. That's amazing. What a great story you found there, Scott. It's a, <laughs> honestly, it's really good. Is this the one that comes bottle and bond, Laird's? I guess this is actually the bottle and bond. Is it? Oh, oh, oh good. There okay. Go. There we go. The first time we had this, Scott, was down at Mike's uh, uh-huh. Bunker's Marina. Yeah. That was the first time we also realized that the bottle and bond could be something other than whiskey. Like, you can do mm-hmm. bottle and bond, uh, like, anything. Right. 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 Um, so, ladies, on your first episode that you were on, episode 10, we did uh, Bad Pickup Lines that you rated as, um, uh, what were the ratings again? It was um, Uno. I'm listening. Sure, you can buy me a drink. Right. Okay. So, I have 10 more, and uh, we would like you to rate them. This is definitely the, the segment that I'm going to miss dry at. Here's the last one in this round. Nice legs. What time do they open? <laughs> All right, so the first one I have is, um, was your mother a beaver? Because damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. I would laugh at that. Shelby just walked away and Nicole got a free drink. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is great because I've seen a lot yeah. of first dates. And you probably hear a lot of lines in your career as a bartender. Uh, I've seen a lot of tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are you rating it? I'm listening. Okay. Okay. Uno from you, Shelby. Yeah. Okay. Shelby's like Uno out. Yeah. Um, okay. Your chest reminds me of Mount Rushmore because my face should be on it. Oh, God. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. It's that's, an Uno, but yeah, I love that's it. An yeah, oh. I mean, if you're gonna get your face slapped, make it that worthwhile, guys. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like that's definitely one if you just want to get a slap and go home. I'm just over here disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Does it work if you're actually the president of the United States? Right, right. Oh, oh my wow. Gosh. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it works. It does. Okay, so the third one: if you were a transformer, you'd be Optimus Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You can buy me a drink. That was so corny. I love it. If anybody shot that down, I would buy that dude. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> kind of like, funny. Yo, that was hilarious. Sorry. That was old fashioned. It's lame. It's lame. You don't right. like it? You know? Oh, okay. God, nothing's 100%, so just keep throwing it against the wall, see what sticks. Keep trying. I'm going to give you 10, so you can try all 10. I'm going to say the Rushmore one is going to be unanimous. No. But it is is funny, though. Might get slapped. Um, Number four, if I had a nickel for every time I saw someone as beautiful as you, I'd have five cents. What? I know. I'm so confused right now. Right? There's math involved? Because there's only one of you? Yes, because you're one of a kind, basically, is what he's saying. Yeah. Oh. If I had a so nickel for every time nickel. that I saw a woman as beautiful as you, I'd only have five cents. It's just a no, yeah. because now I had to do math to figure out <laughs> yeah. if you liked me or not. Right. right. Thank you. I'm, I'm I actually, actually right. showing you on that That's one. A, you can buy me a drink, because now you're smart. And you made but me at think, first, so. no. Oh, mm. But right. at first, Nari Prasik, no. Oh, wait. Uh, okay, yeah. Right. Right. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> say right. it one more time. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. She was just about to pepper spray. I was like, oh, no, wait. She puts the pepper spray Oh, no, wait. I get it now. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, bye, Mr. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. Um, so, number five, uh, do you like pancakes? Well, how about I hop on that ass? 
Oh my god. It's so inappropriate. I was like, expecting you like can't a... buy me a drink, but I'm definitely listening. Yeah, okay. like, all right. All right. What, with that line, what they say next is pivotal. If you go creepy, you're out. It has to be like yes. something really light it's and true. funny. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six. Are you by chance an archaeologist? Because I have a large bone that needs to be examined. Uh, oh. Uh, no. Wow. That, that's when the bouncer should just take you and out. And then that's when I know you don't have a large bone. And right. that's when exactly. your large bone yeah. gets examined at the yeah. hospital. Yeah. And the pepper oh sprays out again. And <laughs> Okay. So would it be better if they said small bone? Oh, my God. I have a small bone that needs examined. Oh, my God. That might be funnier. <laughs> That's less intimidating yeah. and threatening. Yeah, that you changes might, you it completely. Be, it does change it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So be careful with your wording, fellas. Right. Uh, yes. Number seven, is your name Winter? Because you'll be coming soon. Oh, my God. Get away from me. That's, well, that's so creepy. So, it's, it's rude is what that one is. Yeah, that's that rude. That it's rude. not even as creative as a Rushmore one. It's no. Just, oh, my God, the Rushmore one. <laughs> right. uh, number eight, are you a camera? Because every time I look at you, I smile. Oh, you can totally buy me a drink, you meatball. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. You can buy me a drink. Yeah, Yeah. it's very not. I feel like whoever says that line deserves a pat on the head. Yeah, but all like what a good. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Okay, two more. Uh, You're so hot, even my zipper is falling for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not appropriate, but that's really fucking funny. Oh my god! I'm but not you have mad to mad at it though. Yeah, but you got to make a face and be like, okay, move along. Like this, where you just put your hand in the pepper spray and just tap it and yeah. smile at them. Like, okay, right? That's, you had your moment. Yeah, the pepper spray along. is out, but you haven't sprayed it. You just hold the pepper spray in your hand and pat his face like, yeah. go away now. Yeah, go. You can go. Right. Now. You can't buy me a drink, but can I buy you a restraining order because we're almost <laughs> yeah. there? <laughs> yeah. All right. So this one, you're probably not going to like this one because I just read it. <clears throat> oh. And and probably why I saved it for last. Uh, so last one. Are you a haunted house? Because I'm going to scream when I'm in you. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even funny. It's just like, and that's really bad sex. Yeah, oh, like, like why God. are you screaming? Right. Exactly. Shouldn't I be screaming? Exactly. That's a good that's right. point. That's a good point. The selfish lover. They yeah. identify uh, themselves. Can I throw a bonus one in? Sure. sure. All right. Uh, hey, Ed, want to count shoulders? One, two, three. Oh, I saw that one and I was like, so, that was cute. So That's for those, the visual is you count your shoulders and you count their near shoulder, then you wrap your arm around them to count their far they shoulder. Fourth, yeah. And it's like, and then that's pretty much sexual assault in most days. Because <laughs> everything, there's no room for any fun anymore. So, All right. That's the end of round one. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. I Thank hope you. you enjoy your jackets. Yeah, Don't welcome. Really We're going to take a little break and have a, a group photo with everyone before yeah. everyone gets too drunk and the jackets I'm, are ripped and uh, on the ground. And I know. Debaucherous. Yeah. All right. Round two. So we're back, everybody. We're in round two of the drinks. We've got Sue with us, the whiskey pixie. And Jeff, the knight who says neat. I am hammered, so I will apologize (laughs) ahead of time. He's actually having a cocktail. I don't know that, Jeff, do you drink a lot of cocktails? I will drink anything. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. All right. All right. Okay. So in that vein, to drink anything, the second round cocktail, the penicillin, and Anders is going to tell us how he made it. These are delicious. So McCarthy's, which is a peated single malt from the U.S. from uh, Clear Creek Distillery in Oregon, kind of adjacent to like a Lafroy. So I sprayed that around the rim. And then we have (laughs) Blue Comet single malt from here at Mount Holly over at Trainwreck. Both ginger and honey syrup. Uh, the honey uses honey from Bar Hill Distill. I'm like shouting all the distilleries out. Okay, uh, uses uh, the fun. honey used in Bar Hill from uh, Caledonia Spirits up in Vermont, and the ginger syrup is of my own design. Nice. So and nice. fresh lemon juice. All right. Uh, I'm sniffing this, and I sniffed everything you described. Yeah, the, it's all the in ginger, there. the citrus, the everything, mm-hmm. the lemon, the honey. Yeah. Oh, it does smell delicious. He made them and brought them over here, and we cheers. get all smell. Oh, yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks so much for being here. Episode 50, everybody. Uh, Congratulations. So awesome. yeah. mm. Oh, my God. It's so good. This is my new favorite. 
Really? Right. She just had her favorite sitting right next yeah. to her, the Monte yes. Carlo sitting next to her. Right, and now it's her new favorite. <laughs> Fuck Which Monte Carlo. Everything yeah. that Penicillin all the Anders way. has made for me tonight has become my new favorite. Yeah, uh, Anders has an effect on people. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. wow. That's how he enchanted us in the first place. Right. This is good. This is like a spicy lemon candy. You really can't oh even my taste God. any alcohol this. is good. First of all, the McCarthy's is so subtle. It's doing something to counter the sweet, but it's very subtle. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Comet, which is also not really sweet, a single malt is there, but is so wrapped up in a veil of lemon. What gives it, the, I mean, I love it, but what gives it the cough syrup sort of The lemon flavor? or the honey? So that's going to be the honey and ginger and then... Uh, I guess the lemon too? Primarily that. Yeah, yeah it's almost very hot toddy That's why it's called a penicillin in a way. This yeah. has got some of the things you have for common cold. If you are sick, go to the bottom of the episode. The, the ingredients will be there. Yeah, yeah. And I we mean, all have a sphere of ice in it yes. as well. Yes. Let's yes. make a nice note of that. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. You might call it a globe, but technically a, a sphere. Right. So, so there's a story that goes along. Uh, there's a story that goes along with this, uh, the penicillin story, which uh, Anders may know. Yeah. Uh, in 2005, in the nascent days of the modern cocktail revolution, bartender Sam Ross, having mm-hmm. freshly emigrated to the States from Melbourne, Australia, and just 22 years old, was toying around with a riff on the Gold Rush, a cocktail made with bourbon, honey, and lemon juice, when yes. he split the sweetener base between honey syrup and fresh pressed ginger. It was good, but why stop there? Wanting a spirit less sweet and more mellow, a blended scotch was swapped in for the bourbon and a quarter ounce of smoky scotch was floated on top, mainly just a toy with the aroma. Just toying with you? Yeah, is <laughs> it toying with me? I, I totally lost my place. Well, there's Gabe's <laughs> phone went off in the background. I know. Gabe. Okay. Okay. Somehow <laughs> I'm still between you and Gabe. Like every Gabe time can't we record. Stand, he can't stand not being on air. He's such a diva. You can't stand calling him <laughs> on air. <laughs> so it was extraordinarily complex and a little bizarre, but totally delicious, which we are tasting right now. Yeah. For the next year or so, the penicillin would remain a New York secret. It's medicinal name, a nod to the ginger and honey flavors used to comfort the sick, which is what um, Jeff was just right. saying. So Jeff. Whether in a cough drop or a warm mug of tea, and it only occasionally would it be whipped out in a small group of bars when drinkers ask for an off-menu bartender's choice cocktail. But today, the penicillin has become the modern classic and yet somehow a reminder of the distant past. Now on menus across the globe, from lavish hotel lounges, esoteric cocktail bars, like ours right here, chain restaurants, and obscure whiskey podcasts, also like ours, <laughs> it's endlessly riffable and easily turned into fizzy highballs, mm. creamy dessert drinks, and mm-hmm. even a frozen cocktail called the penicillin. Wow. Mm. What I, is the it's like proof of this? Uh, so the proofage... Oh. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does anybody else want to talk while I do the math and like yeah, the sure, so mouth? I'm literally being able to take big gulps of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, which I, I call danger, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> like, just because you can drink it straight down doesn't mean that there's not alcohol in it. That's what we want right. you to think. How many ounces right. of Blue Comet per glass? Is that what you're trying to figure out? It's two ounces. Two ounces. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I just have to divide by the ratio of everything else. Yeah, th- I feel like this is a conversation we're having four hours before I call Steve and ask, what time does she have to be at work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> What time does she have to be awake? Because right now she's out on the couch. Like, it's fifty-one proof. Fifty-one. The proof is fifty-one. That's That's not bad. Yeah, but remember, remember, look at the size of the glass. That's fifty-one proof, but it's three times as much as we normally give you. It's a good time. And if you, if you had had a little pour of the blue comet that is in this, it's really, really potent. So the ginger and the lemon is really covering it up. Yeah, I might have this sometime to the point where you can't taste it at all. This is delicious. It's awesome. I have to remember this. Friends. Don't like the burn. This mm-hmm. is your Dude. drink. So it's like, if you guys are sick at home with like a, a sore throat or a chest cold, right? Oh. It's aptly named. Oh, it is. Yes. I uh, I had a buddy of my uh, Dave from here in the lounge had his appendix removed over one weekend, and they came back and he like, grew it back uh, miraculously. <laughs> and uh, so this. he was like, "I don't know what I want," so I made him a penicillin. And I was like, "It's covered by your insurance." So <laughs> <laughs> right, penicillin. All right, wow. so um, Sue and Jeff have each. Been been on the podcast Woo! 11 times. Uh-huh. 11. Yeah, Sue Jesus, has been on Jesus. seven episodes, three shorts, and one other one, which is the... Not uh, so short. Not so short, yeah. The Haley's Comet <laughs> Scotch with also to has Jeff. Jeff has been on six episodes Woo. and four shorts. So Sue has one more episode and Jeff has uh-huh. one more short, but they have the same amount of time that they've oh, been on. Oh, dear. Are you trying to pit us against each other? No, 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 no. It's like not a, a competition. Remember, Sue had to fill in for the ladies right. at the that's, last minute. Yeah, that's why she got Sadly, having nothing else to do on a Saturday night. 
Frightening <laughs> on Saturday night. No shame. No shame. No. Um, like, hey, it's 4.30. Can you be here at 6? Yeah. And Sue is climbing onto the turnbuckle. <laughs> and, she's, and she smashes Jeff with the chair. Oh, and the referee. Oh, no. The referee's trying to break it up. Go ahead, Andre. Did you Go, mention what uh, bar that uh, Sam Ross was working at back in 2005? Uh, I did not. Uh, he's working at uh, Milk and Honey, which I know because I worked at a bar once, which only made like classic cocktails and anything made after like 1970, uh-huh. we wouldn't make. So my oh. whenever anybody would order one, my boss would just appear out of the ether and be like, we're not going to make you a fucking penicillin. If you want a penicillin, <laughs> go to Milk and Honey up in New York City. They make the oh, best wow. one because they invented it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to make these outside of wow. my home for a good three years. So is this maybe the first time you've made it since then? Uh, no. No. But I make a lot of them because they're delicious. Yes. And I wasn't allowed to. So yeah. it's like, All right. So fun facts uh, for Sue and Jeff's appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue and Jeff have appeared together six times, including this time. Jeff has never been on a cocktail episode until today. It's about time. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Neither Sue nor Jeff have ever participated in a quizgy. Until today! Oh no! No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any questions. (laughs) I was literally getting nervous. But now I wish I did. (laughs) Ed, ask them some questions, quick. The first episode you guys were on together. Ooh. Uh, The The Halloween. Halloween episode. Yes. Oh. High five. Whoa. That's true. The first one that we recorded with them was the first Halloween short. That, that that's true. Awesome. Jeff, what country is overrated? <laughs> Gotta be Iceland. Iceland is grand. <laughs> From Iceland, Havalar. Oh, that sounds so exotic. What's what's in that, Scott? Whale testicles are smoked <laughs> with sheep's dung. Then combined with pure Icelandic water, malted barley, and hops to produce the seasonal beer for the midwinter festival known as Thori. What's wrong with these fucking people in Iceland? I have no desire to go there. It's like every all I the actually want to go. I want to go. Like dried fish. Yeah, they do love out. fish. They yeah. love their well. They, fish they live on an island. It's a volcanic island. They have no well, trees, which is why they have sheets dung being used to smoke. So I only could find one review of it, and it was on BeerAdvocate.com. They gave it a one point six out of five it says smells like a very malty brown ale a little bit of smoke but flavor is excessively bland not something i would ever recommend excessively bland yeah just like iceland (laughs) disappointing country i wouldn't recommend going Uh, oh really you went and you didn't like it actually i did like it i almost died oh let's hear more about that which agrees with my complaint about iceland (laughs) overrated yeah overrated and desolate did you like fall on a fish barrel or something Uh, no i i slipped on a patch of ice at a very large waterfall Oh, oh shit! Oh my god! And did you almost like go over the waterfall? Yeah, there was like a tiny, <laughs> like, uh, kind of like rope guard. I just slipped, and <sighs> I had to have somebody drag me up, which is oh very embarrassing at like Sons nineteen years old. Wow! Yeah, so uh, fuck Iceland. Great hot dogs. Great cocktails. <laughs> great hot dogs. Uh, great your hot money dogs? is weird, wait, wait, wait. and it has fish on it. Cheers. Wait, wait, go back to I think great hot dogs. Was the hot dog marinated in like pickled herring for thirty years? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it everyone, was. Everyone else fucking loves it <laughs> it's weirdly sexual where it's like a thing like the wow. oh, is like I a thing it. of bread almost like if you imagine like somebody cutting <sighs> off like the end of like a corn dog and you just kind of stuff the hot dog inside and it's overstuffed <laughs> it's overstuffed I'm totally, I'm yes. totally engorged <laughs> oh, no. look, the, wow. look this shit up there's a stand that everybody goes to in Reykjavik Iceland there's okay. a picture of Bill Clinton that they have prominently <laughs> up and like maybe Will Smith it's so Will fucking Smith. like it's a weird country wow. but they have great wow. drinks Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it's it. It's very cold there. Yeah. Um, well, Anders, you made the in- an incredible drink, and the, you swear there's no alcohol in it there whatsoever. Is. Yeah. Right. Lots. It's quite good. Yeah. And I'm feeling it now oh, yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> I'm drinking down to the last drop. So we're going to get Sue some water. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Right. And a blood transfusion and, and a couple hours <laughs> in my house tonight before we bring her back to her car. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I um, want to be sick all the time so I can drink this drink. Yeah. I mean, I want to be sick to get the penicillin too. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll try to get you back at your car at 1055 before the first ticket. So. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll put a chalk mark on your uh, tire. All right. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> That's the end of round two. Thank you. Thank you, Sue and Jeff, Ooh. for joining us. Thank and you, Anders. Thank you for right. a delicious drink. And, uh, and we're going to take a quick wait, break. That's, that's it. Yep, that's yeah, it. We're going to recharge. Oh. Unless you have another uh, Iceland hatred. So. <laughs>
<laughs> right. All right. So for the months that you guys have put into this, the yeah. money and the dedication, <laughs> yes, the Jacket Club has put together a gift for the two of you. Oh, my God. Gabe is delivering oh, it right now. Get out of here. Oh, my God. For- what? What is going on here? Are, they, are these for both of us? Ooh. Are these for both of us? It's for the team. Oh, everybody right. Get the right so... One. Oh my God! If there's one thing that you like better than the other, you'll, you'll have to fight about it. What you got? I got the Barrel Bourbon Private Release, A four six I blend, bottle one hundred three. Oh, the Hughes Bell of Bedford Pure Rye, nine and a half years. <laughs> We're yeah. switching. So I, that's I, uh, <laughs> that is a that's actually a the Starry Night Barrel Pick. It oh is, yeah, there it is. So it's a ninety-five-five rye blend, uh-huh. but it is unlike any other one of those that I've ever had. It's, it's really unique. Awesome, awesome! I can't wait to drink. And it. Thank you a, guys so much. And this is the Benash Liquors Barrel Pick for Barrel. Wow, one hundred twenty-two point five eight. There you go. <laughs> would absolutely murder Sue. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Sue would be murdered. Uh, yeah, murder what, me. What's the proof no. of that? Oh, this is a 111.4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're conflicted. <laughs> look Enjoy. at the color on this. So look we at the color. We are so thankful for everything that you have done for all of us. It's not just a podcast. Mm. It brings us together as a exactly. family. Yeah. These months in COVID. Yeah. It's, yeah, I it's know. It's extremely different. You've it, really saved, not saved our friendships, but you've <laughs> enhanced them. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise yeah. we'd be sitting home watching fucking Netflix. No, <laughs> I, right, I, drinking I, alone, is, which we are all doing. We still do. But. Yeah, yeah, we still do. But yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, that's exactly the way I think about it, too. The only real social life that I have is the podcast and the people who come on. And right. it, this is a family. I, yeah. I, I love all of you. And like, so old friends and new friends and it's just been a great experience. So it thank is. you. Oh, so sweet. Thank you we so much. We love you, Scott and You don't hear that. Everybody's shouting. Love you long love time. You. Yeah, it's all about the whiskey and, you know, everything about it, but so right, It's about the people. It stuns me when I think yeah. about it was just an idea of, hey, we act really stupid when we drink. We should record it. <laughs> and now we have, you know, all these people we love so much sitting around with jackets. They're crimson jackets on. The Whiskey oh. Society. Yes. Speaking of these jackets, yeah. I, mean, I feel like we're at the... Um, the roast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Hollywood <laughs> right. roast. Yeah. Right. The like, Friars Club. The, the Friars Club. The Friars Club, oh, Club roast. Club. Yeah. I got you. Who's next on to the podcast? Like Maury Amsterdam <laughs> telling about how he, he fucked Lucy. Wow. Just to get on wow. to get on <laughs> just to get on to the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh my god. Wow, that's Jeff. a tidbit. Wow, well, old Hollywood. Surprise. There we go. He may be still be alive. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I'm not sure either. Maury, your memory is is here. Well, Lucy's well, dead, so... Well, <laughs> I'm not sure. It's like the story of uh, Ryan Sorry. Gosling of like Don Knotts trying Wait. to fuck his little sister. Yes! Yes! I'm not sure if Maury Amstead's still alive, but I'm sure that Maury Amstead does not listen to our podcast. <laughs> I can first guarantee you that. That's also true. Okay, so that's the end of uh, round two. Uh, we're going to take a break for Ooh. round three yeah. with Gabe and Siobhan. Okay, everybody, we are back with third segment. It's only seemed like a second to you, but it's been like an hour of us drinking and eating. (laughs) We had a cake and everything. It's been so special. So Gabe and Siobhan are joining us on this last section of the cocktail episode, episode 50, for Paper Plane. Mm. That's the drink. I've never heard of this. It's a strange name, Anders. Why? So it's a modern classic in the vein of uh, penicillin. Mm. The name, I actually don't know where it comes from. I think Scott does, though. I do. In 2008. (laughs) Is it a song? Maybe. Hold on. You might be right. (laughs) See ya. In in 2008, Toby Maloney, part owner of the Chicago bar The Violet Hour, asked New York Mm. bartender Sam Ross, yes, the same Sam Ross, who created the penicillin, to help create an original cocktail for his new bar. Ross came up with a drink that he called The Paper Plane after a song by female rapper M.I.A. Yeah, Siobhan was right. It originally contained equal portions of bourbon, Amaro Nonino, Nonino. <laughs> Nonino. Nonino. Oh. <laughs> 
Campari and lemon juice, but two days later, Ross had second thoughts, subbing in the sweeter Aperol for mm. the more bitter Campari. And thus was born the bright orange pink drink that has gone on to conquer the world while inspiring riffs of its own, a t-shirt, and even the name of a bar. Dubbed the bourbon Cosmo by Canadian bartender Robin Goodfeller, the paper plane took flight. Because of its ah. straightforward balance, relying on equal parts of just four ingredients and requiring no special syrups or infusions, in other words, it's a cocktail that can be whipped up at any spot with a decent back bar or at home. The drink doesn't even require a garnish, although Anders, of course, did. Of course. And it'll be our last drink of the evening. Anders, how did you create it? So it's interesting. One, about the garnish. I have seen a garnish which is actually a paper plane Sit oh. on the rim of the glass with like tiny, tiny clothespins. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> it's very adorable. Oh, that is adorable. I also do not have the time and don't make enough paper planes. Right. They are really good. Yeah. To be honest, okay. I did add a speck of just a little quarter ounce of simple syrup. Okay. Because again, Maronino tends to be a little bit sweeter. I also didn't have any available. Yeah. Um, yeah. See the whiskeymentary uh, yeah, so uh, part two. Parts about, one, uh, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. So I used a Verno Moro. Okay. Along with lemon juice in lieu of the Aperol, I used an American alternative, which is Peychaud's Apertivo, which mm. is made by the Sazerac Company. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, fine purveyors of, of 99 stuff. bananas. And then vampires. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, and vampires and, and fireball. Yes, uh, yes. Not known well. for anything else, really. Um, <laughs> so I uh, used the Evan Williams Bottle and Bond. Bottle and Bond is the main yes, uh, as the, the base. whiskey. Yep. Yes. And nice. then that Very little nice kiss of simple syrup as well. Just, well, to all right. well, just a little kiss. Yeah, a little count. Uh. Uh, right off the bat, I'm getting on the nose a very high concentration of oh. like a bottled tea. Mm, man. Yeah, oh, oh, exactly. I'm like getting a, Lipton. Nothing like, but yes. Lipton. Like, it's almost like, like, a, like a sweet like, tea. Like a Snapple. And yeah, tea, a little sweet. Sugared. This is nice. This isn't as yeah. sweet as the uh, the second cocktail. Yeah. yeah, it's bitter, but not too bitter. I mm. think it's appropriately bitter. It's a little more of a, of a citrus, of a dark orange, um, yeah. mm-hmm. rind peel. The sweetness right. and the bitterness and the sourness is all yeah. really yeah. Ba- yep. nicely balanced. It, I yeah. mean, I've talked about, particularly on the Cocktail Combat episode, like it, it's all a balancing act, really. It really and is. So yeah. It's very it's nice. Really difficult to balance a cocktail that has both citrus notes and then bitter notes from like an amaro or a bitters. Yeah, uh, it's tricky because you have to counteract that somehow. And yeah. the aperol is a little bit sweeter than mm. you'd get from like a campari. And then uh, I just needed a little something else, so that's why I added the simple syrup. And then the uh, the Williams Bottled Bond has like that sweet chocolatey undernote, even though it's higher proof, so yeah. it holds up to the ice. And like the second one, you really can't taste the bourbon on this. Mm-hmm. Like like the other ingredients really do Not, integrate with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I really a nice blend. Ha- yeah, I have an idea. I think you should call this the top shelf Long Island iced tea. Wow. Because that's yes. exactly yeah, what it actually, gives that's, me. That's what I was missing. It, it, oh. Because of the combination of the flavors. Yeah. yeah. Siobhan, can I ask what year this is putting you in the mind <laughs> yeah. What year does this remind it, you of? For me personally, it probably would be 1999 because I think that's when I turned 21. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And because that would be like the first thing that I ordered every right. time I went somewhere. I mean, in Long Island, I Because I don't know what else you to know? drink, and yeah, it has right. everything in it. I, right. think, I think the first thing I ever ordered in a bar was an Alabama Slammer. Wow. <laughs> really? Wow. I had always heard it, and the bartender was like, oh, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> this had to be so annoying to make. I was probably like, just give me the beer. Are we talking about like first drinks at bars? Yeah. yeah. First drink that you ever ordered at a bar. So I was like ordering old fashioned oh, at the okay. wrong bars yeah. when I turned 21 yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Mad Men was still on the air, like yeah. at the height of it. And I was like, I, I got to be Don Draper type. So oh, I tried okay. having an old fashioned. Yeah. Interesting. But I, like my first drink I ordered was one, but is it TGI Fridays? Right. It was oh. not good. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the true story yeah. is the first time I drank at a bar with a bunch of people from work, I was only 14. And we were drinking pitchers. Good parents. I, yeah. I, yeah, my parents. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pitchers of what? She. Probably really Budweiser. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Bud, probably butter. Smoking Marlboro Reds. Um, Eating Icelandic hot yeah. dogs. Oh, it's funny. I was. Um, <laughs> I was working breakfast as a busboy, my first job at this restaurant, and the owner is like Greek. He's like, "You look old. You can work nights." Even though I'm not allowed to. <laughs> so I work with the night shift. I'm working. We're like, all right, we're going out afterwards. So I like got on my moped and drove over to the bar. Got on my moped. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. And, was um, this in Italy somewhere? Yeah. So Yeah, right. yeah the Vespa's in the shop. So right. we're, we're sitting at the table. And I'm like, Vespa. and they brought the pictures out and wings. I'm like, look at me. Look at me. I was just going to wish my friends were like, where's all this? Uh, look at I'm me, over huh? here. I'm over look here now eating wings and drinking bitches. Look at me. I'm 14 drinking bitches and shit. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> 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 
I didn't drink alcohol very young, but I had an experience with it very young. As I was telling Gabriel, I sold it when I was around 12. <laughs> sold, sold alcohol? Alcohol. Wow. I'm like trying to imagine trying to get a barrel pick in 2022. I'm like, Siobhan. Siobhan's like, what do you got? 12 year old child. It's like, do you have any more of that Starry Night <laughs> Bella Bedford pick? I was selling them out of my grandparents' alcohol cabinet because they weren't drinking alcohol anymore. I love it. Did you get so, caught? It's a liquidation sale. Yeah, I got caught. Oh, because, I uh, can't wait to hear the story. So, you know, I'm doing good, right? Uh, uh, you know, I'm selling yeah, sure. $5 a pop. Right? A bottle? Are you, you doing bottles, bottles or glasses? a lemonade stand. That's incredible. Wait, yeah. what? You're pouring drinks? What, what no, are you pouring the miniatures. them in? The airplane they had bottles. Little, yeah. Okay, oh, got you. So we had a whole bunch. Five, five bucks a pop back then? Five oh, bucks. shit. Yeah. What are you, Buffalo Trace? <laughs> what, are you, what are you, Morrow Brothers? I know, seriously. Oh, shade. Oh, shade. It had to be like 1992, 93. Yeah. So. Yeah, when they were 50 cents a piece back then, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ten times markup. I love it. I love it. Javon, man. the uh, teenage entrepreneur. I was, yeah, I was focused. You know, I got into the point where I had sold enough mm. because it was going to get noticeable oh, that they were missing. I see. Mm-hmm. So I sold my very last one. Okay. And that dumb fuck, what he did was <laughs> he drank them on school property and he dropped them outside the window. What the F? They don't have trash cans at school? He rats me out. Yeah. We get in school suspension for about a week. Oh, oh I wow. that's serious. And like they called my mom. Oh, my God, I got in so much trouble. That, that was a fairly lenient punishment, though. Only a week's suspension in school. It was Corpus Christi. So uh, it, could, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, yeah. in Willingboro? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. I know Gabe has some stories because Gabe would have parties at his house. It's the reason I met him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, high school, you know, you have house parties mm-hmm. and uh, orgies. Well, bring your gimp. Bulldogs. I was never invited to the Leather. high school orgies. Uh, yeah, no. Well, see, you know, I, I always wanted live. to be the, the popular kid. So one year, I think it was a junior in high school, I made the mistake of knowing that my parents were going to be away for that weekend coming, announcing on Monday that the party is on my house Saturday night. Oh, now, my God. that's, you know, five days worth of time in, in school yeah, time yeah. to let yeah. the word spread that, hey, man, this guy picks having a party right, it's like, on Saturday night, man. You coming? It's sure. Like, it's like three years in actual time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a party in Gabe's mouth. Everybody's coming. Oh. So, and it gets so inf- <laughs> it gets more and more inflated as each day goes by. Right, yeah. It's going to so, have prostitutes, by the hookers, time, like coke. And like, they told like, two friends, yeah. and they told two friends. Right. And so, 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 like, yeah. mid-Thursday in school, I'm hearing, like, yo, man, this dude's having this party. I'm telling you, right? I'm here in third, <laughs> third hand that I'm having third my own hand. party. Yeah. They're asking me if I'm coming. It's like, no, I live there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the address? It's my house. <laughs> By Friday, Gabe's journey's coming. CBGB. Wow. So, you know, wow. Saturday rolls around, and I'm, we got like three quarters of the junior class and about half the senior class in my parents' house. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, luckily I was on... Uh, Fairly good terms with status wise of popularity. I was never a cool kid, but I was cool with every you, all the, yeah. the, the, the clicks and the groups. You were likable. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, there was other people whose house got destroyed because wow. their status wasn't quite like that. I see. Okay. That's a whole other story. But anyway, yeah. everything went well. But, you know, of course, the cops showed up around one right. o'clock because you know, we're what? pretty much disturbing <laughs> four square blocks of uh, Wait, residential <laughs> neighborhoods. What town, what town was this? Pennsauken. Pennsauken. police. And, and if you could pull a file out from the 1984, <laughs> 18, I'm sorry, 1987. Now, to top the story off, there was also a neighbor literally catty cornered across the street from me who was having a party the same night. So ah. the, the entire Entire like four block area was inundated with oh. teenage kids, probably till two in the morning. Jesus. <laughs> and Pensalkin had this common area. It was like a raised grass mound. Uh-huh. And with cinder blocks, they had spelled out the word Pensalkin. All right. P E N N S A U K E N. Now somebody no. somebody either in the party I was at or the party across the street decided in their drunken haze to go over and um Did they do something to the second N? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly, they removed blocks from the second end. Suddenly, our town was known as Penis Auckland. <laughs> and the cops had already known that when they came across my house. And they said, okay, you're going to gather up all the beer. Oh, Everyone's leaving. Oh, you're going to well. put it outside. And this yeah. is over. If and if there's any problems, you can come downtown and explain to it. Or your parents would love and, this. And somebody's rearranging the blocks for us. I'm right. kind of impressed <laughs> because like, I'm just thinking like, the logistics of how many cinder blocks does it take to spell Pensalkin? <laughs> and right. I'm like, I know. That's like a conservative effort from yeah. like a drunk 17-year-old. Right. It really is. Yeah. All right. So I have some uh, fun stats for the appearances of not only uh, Gabe and Siobhan who are drinking the cocktails in this round, but also Anders. Because okay. Anders, of course, is 
is a jacket recipient as well. Yes. So we're going to do this by number of appearances. So Siobhan has 23. Wow. Wowzers. Wowzers, 23. She actually has the most appearances on numbered episodes, if you can believe that. She has 11 appearances. Wow. 11 episodes. That's like... Over 20% of the episode. She's been on 13, 22, 28, 32, 35, 39, 42, 43, 47, 48, and 50. Wait, she's on two in a row? 42 and 43? She's twice. KYW announcing snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 401, 401. God, they skipped 400. That's my goddamn school. Random belligerence. School snow day. Closing code edition. Anyway, uh, she was on 12 shorts. I won't go through all 12. Anders has been on the podcast 26 times. Wow. Total nine episodes, 15, 20, 26, 30, 36, 39, 40, 49, and today on 50. Damn. He's been on nine shorts and, of course, eight others, which are all the whiskey madness episodes. Uh, Gabe. Most of them are a blur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I know. we're getting into that season. Yeah, G- Gabe has been on uh, a record twenty nine total. Ooh. He's been on ten episodes, number five, eleven, seventeen, twenty, twenty two, twenty eight, thirty, forty, forty eight, and fifty. Sixteen shorts, which is the record wow. for shorts, and three others. The three appearances that you made last year on the Whiskey Madness. Mm. Congrats, Gabe! Wow. So some fun facts. Out of the seven quiskies that we've had, Gabe has participated in five and won three of them. Right, Ed? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anders and Gabe have been on the same number of cocktail episodes, five each. Hmm. Uh, Siobhan and Gabe have appeared together eight times, which is the record for the number of times a duo has appeared. Anders and Gabe have appeared together. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the record. (gasps) Oh, Anders and Gabe have appeared together nine times. He's really? Wow. The most of any pairing. Uh, Siobhan and Anders are the only guest hosts to appear on back-to-back numbered episodes, and they've both done it twice. Yay! We finally did We that. win. Yeah. And that's all the stats that I have for you guys. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much, all of you. Gabe, for being an early person to come on our podcast. You didn't have a microphone in that first <laughs> cocktail episode. <laughs> I always heard that Gabe came early. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. Wow. Well, I'm glad you can enjoy my podcast. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the bottles that we uh, supplied as a little thank you present for we, this. Absolutely. Like, thank and, you. And uh, as it was stated in the second uh, sitting of the podcast tonight was this group has uh, been brought together and this little hobby has made everyone a little bit closer and it's it's been a whole lot of fun for the last three years and uh, and I thank you for it. Oh, yeah. no, well, and you're welcome. I just wanted thank to you. say, when did we meet Scott? Was it August of 2018? Yeah, when I moved into the uh, apartment and uh, I was really nervous because they were having a, um, a wine gathering downstairs in the club room. Yeah. And I was nervous because I'm not really a social person. But I was like, if I go first, people will be coming to me and I won't feel like I'm entering a party where everybody right. has already met. That's a good life tip. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually really good. So if you're a person who's a social introvert, but you really want to you stretch yourself... Yeah. Go first because people have to engage with you yeah. because you're right. already there. Mm. So I yeah. did that. I, I met a bunch of people, including Siobhan. Yeah. Uh, I think we told that uh, a bit of this I story think, yeah, at I episode did, 13. Yeah. Also how Ed right. had met you. Yeah. yeah and then we, we just had you on just because we thought it'd be fun. Right. And well, uh, at first she was uncredited as, as our operator. Oh, operator. she was because the one we did with Gabe, right. the so rum fun. finished one. Right. So we had yeah, her come right. do that. Yeah. Right. Then we had her come do a short. Right. And then we was like, well, let's just put her on episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She can talk. <laughs> she can talk. She's fun. No. You, you, you have a, well, it's funny you've been credited as having a very soulful voice. And yeah, yeah, people like not, you. Not just here, but people I've talked to. They the find your voice to be very, very reassuring and calming. There's uh, Siobhan yeah. fan fiction. The, I think. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. right? I can't mm. wait to read some of that on the web. <laughs> it's so some. creepy. Yeah, right. you know? <laughs> and then Anders, of course. Right. Like, like Anders was a person that we also met in like uh, what, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like end of the year, I guess. Yeah, right. and uh, then we joined the lounge, of course. Right after you recorded your first episode yeah, yeah pretty much, that's right pretty much we yeah. paid our dues the same the same time and then we had the the, the idea because we were already doing cocktails on the fives and when uh so gabe was on the 
five, uh, the ladies were on 10 and was like, well, well, why don't we actually get somebody who really knows how to make cocktails and have him well, on? Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have yeah. a mic. Though, right, but, there was a shot. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, Gabe did help out on episode five. He did. The cocktails. He, he made the cocktails I mean, for us. Gave us I, I can make a decent drink when I have time. Yeah, no, you were. I mean, we teased you. We but, were about speed, not about quality. I've right. had three of yours and they were pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We, I mean, that's why we had the combat and we all, we all kind of held our own there. And I think yeah. Anders was proud of us that episode. I it think was, he was. Yeah, I think, yeah, we yeah. all brought something decent to the yeah. table. Everybody went around. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. I'm so glad that I found you guys. I mean, like during the pandemic, if I didn't have like that, a little additional group. Yeah. You know, like we, I still have my friends that I texted. I have a very only like two yeah. really close friends. I oh, forget them. We're back. No, but it gets stir crazy, man. It gets stir crazy. Do they have a podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't have a podcast, but you know. <laughs> what the fuck, those bitches? Oh. Wow, oh, damn. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Siobhan's language. We're just kidding. I'll just make sure I don't send them this episode. That, that was Jeff. That wasn't me. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> but yeah, during the pandemic, I was really happy that, you know, we were still able to get together. Yeah. We were still right. able to continue to do the podcast. We yeah. Still, kill brain cells. No, honestly. We kill a lot of brain yeah. cells. Um, Alcohol is bad, <laughs> but you know what? It's good at the same time because also we're going to cope, guys. Yeah, How, else How else? How else? I mean, I think drinking with a purpose is just so much better than just drinking. Drinking with purpose. Because yes. drinking is good. Yeah. Right. Drinking with a purpose is, is outstanding. And yeah. classy. What about right. drinking with a porpoise? <laughs> oh. Well, that's different. That's right. You could drown. It's wet and messy. It's, it's just, not you know, classy. It's Australian. You could drown. <laughs> right. You, know, then you, I think you, you got seawater in your glass. Good luck getting Or in your ass. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the, the porpoises are fucking randy bitches. Right. Oh. Wow. Flipper never likes your, your wallace, selection of choice. Yeah, dolphins in general. Oh, yeah, dolphins. Yeah. Where, I just wait. read the thing that dolphins have sex like four or five times a day. Is that not normal? I've seen kangaroos jerk off. Where do you put that at? Wow. Welcome to the Animal Sex Podcast. <laughs> the wow. literal crickets <laughs> right yeah you won't even need crickets for that oh, one even the crickets are afraid of getting fucked <laughs> crickets are like holy shit I don't want to be cornholed by a porpoise oh god I'm at <laughs> work right now Right. On that note, yeah, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. I want to thank Gabe, Siobhan, and Andres, especially for all the episodes you've been on. And, of course, Sue, the Whiskey Pixie, the knight who says neat himself, Jeff, the ladies, Nari and Shelby, and Dre, we miss you today. You're in our thoughts. So, for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Gabe. I'm Siobhan. I'm Anders. I'm Sue. I'm Jeff. I'm Nari. And I'm Shelby. <laughs> all right. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Whiskey Tangent. And follow us on Twitter at Whiskey Tangent. You can follow me personally at That Whiskey Guy. And follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey! You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.